It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. This is is the Go Birds Podcast. Go Birds podcast presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Trove Parks, James Seltzer with you. What up, eh? What up? How's it How going? How you doing, pal? Feels like spring outside. Spring has sprung. If not summer. <laughs> How hot you. do you think it has to be before you feels like summer and not spring? Uh, 80. That's fair. Right? That's what I was thinking in my head. High 70s, you could probably get away with it depending on how much wind there is, if you get a cool breeze or not, you know? Well, it's finally not windy. Thank God. It's been windy for literally aggressively forever. windy, uh, like oh. aggressively windy. Wind's my new rain. Like I'm not oh. as afraid of it, but just in terms of like <laughs> tracking good, good it. To know. Like yeah, I can you're tell tracking you. Wind like, if you ever text me and you're like, "What's the wind?" You'd be like, "Today I can you probably could be tell like you." 15 degrees northwest. Well, that's just miles per hour. We're probably looking <laughs> 35 hour, gusts. It, yeah. yeah, something like that. But no, it's. Uh, I had no idea you had graduated onto wind. I don't know if graduates the way to put it. It's like. <laughs> depressingly moved on to would maybe be the better way to say it yes um it is nice though it's beautiful yeah i feel like it's been so like dreary and stuff and i have a very random observation if you're ready i'm always ready for your random observation. it's all i ever really come here so here's what i was do do i really want to talk draft not really i just want to hear your random observation i actually have a ton of draft stuff good good um so as you know, I have union season ticket holders. I do, right? Yes. I'm, so I'm a union season ticket holder Some this year. Some say the number one union. Many say that. Out there, yeah. yes. It's the uh, thing that said. You know what I've noticed? Their games are like always at the worst possible time. Like, <laughs> it, like for the sport to grow. So tonight, it's beautiful outside. It's unbe- like it's nice. I want to go to the game tonight. The Sixers play the Celtics. Yeah. Just like, and then the first few games, it's been raining. I feel like the Union might be a bad luck franchise. Oh, no. I think they need to do something about, like, honestly, just show the Sixers Celtics on the Jumbotron. There you go. Like, yeah. let's just embrace it. It would be a great <laughs> night to go to the to go to go watch the game and be able to watch both. 
It's, uh, I could take by you. Just, just hey, saying. don't pay attention to our sport. Pay attention to the other sport happening. Well, just pay know, attention to both. Fifteen minutes from here. Pay attention to both. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, anyway, that's because it. Like I'm not going to go tonight because I want to watch Sixers. Yeah. Celtics. Even though it's kind of meaningless Sixers game. Yeah, though. but I do think it matters. Does it? Yeah. Eh. I think it does. Eh. Um, I have a, a Phillies <laughs> take for you too. Before oh, we get we're just it. getting them all in. Yeah. I like these. Sure, go ahead. I think the Can't Phillies for this. The Phillies really highlight what winners the Eagles are and what like losers the Phillies are. <laughs> really? That's the take? How That's so? the take. How so? I'm a little worried that last year was just a mirage in the playoffs and they just might be losers. And the Eagles are not that. Like the Eagles win consistently pretty much all the time. You can always count on them to win besides the one down year they had, right? Like I, I think the Phillies are going to be good. I'm into it, all that Doesn't stuff. Doesn't sound like it. Well, I'm a little worried like that maybe they're just... Not well, winning team. I, yeah, this is a great take. The losingest team in the history of North American yeah, sports saying, is not right. a winning team. It's yes. a really, but it's not just that. I'm not, talking about the last, the last blood. like five years or whatever. Yeah, they're the losingest team in the history yeah. of sports. Right, the Phillies are awful. They've always been awful. We've had like two little windows that's what, of success. That's what I'm a little worried about. Yes, <laughs> great take. But it's really only <laughs> one window of success if you think You're about not it. Because it was in the business. For, no, it, it was, was like two. it was two. It was the late seventies. Oh, sorry, I'm, early I'm just 80s. thinking like your lifetime. I know. I'm saying. I'm talking the history of the. Franchise. Right, right, right. I'm yeah. talking since 1883, yeah. Elliot. They've had two windows of success. Right. Yes, they are losers. The biggest losers. It's a little concerning. Yeah, yeah history History is a good take. For yeah. Phillies. yeah. So those that. are all my Philly sports takes. Good. I thought, I thought you were really happy we got those out of the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hopefully the draft dog's better than that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I got draft stuff. Um, even though she will never hear it, happy birthday, Emily oh, Seltzer. Yes. Very Literally nice. a less than 0% chance that she will hear it. Well, who knows? No, I do. Okay, yeah. Yeah, she will not. Yeah, yeah. She, well, maybe if it was on the radio, there'd be a shot. Nope. No, no shot then. Nope. Okay. Nope. Dude, she will even, like, she will be driving in the car knowing that I'm, like, hosting. It'll be a day right. where, like, I'm in for Joe or whatever. I'm hosting the show. She's in the car, knows I'm hosting the show, does not listen. So, yeah. So, Kristen does listen, I will say. Like, there will be a surprising amount of times where I'll come home and she'll make, like, a reference to something. Really? Happened. Not the pod. Just the radio. Show. Wow. Yeah. Emily, zero. None yeah. of it. None. Well, zero. Maybe like, it's because, like, uh, I don't know, like, how like how her, like, day-to-day job is. I feel like Kristen listens to podcasts throughout the day. Emily does, too. Just oh, not ours. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not ours. A lot of murder pods well, still happy Emily. birthday. So but... a lot of murder pods in Emily's life. Yes. 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 Those are the most the, she loves the her most popular pods. pods. Loves her murder pods. So me and Kristen like to fall asleep to, like, 2020s and Datelines. And it's kind of sick <laughs> when you think about weird. it. Yeah, yeah exactly. What a, what a strange thing to do. Yeah. So yeah. it is. I feel like the... Podcasts and streaming world has really like desensitized us to that stuff. That's in true. Some ways. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, there's a great documentary out tonight about someone dying. Should we get special food? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should we make a night of right. it? We're, like, we're meanwhile, watch this, this uh, poor a person about a serial killer. Exactly. He killed 33 people. Can you wait? Yeah. I can't wait. Like that's yeah. it. We're getting Chinese. Great point. <laughs> yeah. That's it. We're good. All right. Fry um, talks, Eagles. I guess. I mean, I don't have a ton to say. So I actually do. <laughs> good. All right. So all on you, buddy. All right. I've been doing a lot of draft prep, right? Really getting into the guys. I mean, it's time. It's April. The draft is like 20-something days away. To learn about these people. Here's my concern that I'm starting to feel. I kind of don't think the number 10 pick is a great pick to have this year. Not great. Like, look, you always want to pick higher. All those things are true. It was still a great trade by, by Howie. And we'll see what it turns into. But when I look at the 10th pick, like... We'll have the Jalen Carter discussion in a minute. 
But I think the the assumption is, well, maybe he'll fall, but maybe he won't. And I, the Bijan thing is a different conversation. I do like the Ohio State receiver, um, Jackson Smith, but man, I just don't think like when they had ten last when they had ten before. There was a lot of options you thought would be there. Like, I think Patrick Sertain was one of them, J.C. Horn, Devontae Smith. Like, there were guys there where you're like, okay, we like we can look at this and confidently say they'll come away with a stud player that has a really good chance of being an impact player year one. And I think Bijan checks that box. And there are some of those guys. But it doesn't feel like the 10th pick is as de- This draft doesn't feel like it's 10 players deep on studs. I think that... Bijan is the one where you you feel confident he'll be there, but he's a running back. So I think they're in a bit of a tough spot where at 10, if you're sitting there and Jalen Carter's at the board on the board at like seven, I would seriously explore trading up for him. Because I one thing I've really started to appreciate since reading up on all these players more is man, he is really, really good. Like he <laughs> is like every single thing you read, up any any draft, like I have two draft things I really trust, right? And over the years, they're the reason I've always been good at scouting wide receivers. Mm -hmm. But both that I read were like, there is no flaw. Like, it it wasn't even... no flaw. Yeah, it wasn't (laughs) even like, you know, well, he could get better at this, and like, this is a weakness. Like, with Jordan Davis, it was, you know, can't rush the passer, and there's like stamina issues. But still a great prospect in a lot of ways. With, With Carter, there is literally, they wrote, both of them, We'd be nitpicking if we said a weakness. Wow. So when I look at the Eagles and where they're at and the 10th pick and the options there, I think they should, like, their best path on draft night is to do whatever they can get to get Jalen Carter. If it's real and he's actually going to fall and he does get to, like, six or seven and that team is willing to trade you the pick— I'd give up a second-round pick. I think. Wow. Like, I would— Just because—now, look, I think there's Would still, you give up 30? Not to move up threes. Well, okay. I mean, because that, I mean, three spots that high in the first round is a, it's probably not necessarily first round pick, but it could yeah, be. Yeah, no, that's why I said second. Could yeah. be. And they have a late second. Um, I don't know about that. I would have to think about it. Because mm-hmm. I, cause I do like, ja- I do like the receiver Jackson Smith out of, uh, Ohio out of State. Ohio State. But I also, you know, there's other receivers I like that I think you can get at 32, uh, at 30 as well. So I'm not as in on taking him at 10. But I think if you don't take Jalen Carter, and I, I like Nolan Smith a little bit, but I think of the four players there that I, I like at 10, like Smith, uh, Jackson, like Bijan, and uh, Jalen Carter, I think Jalen Carter is far yeah, and away. I don't think there's any the question best. about that. But also, know? but also he fits a major need. Yeah. Like he fits the biggest need they have, which is interior pass rusher. That's the biggest need they have. Fletcher was good at it last year, but with all older players, who knows what he'll give you next year. I like the signing. Don't think they overpaid, but I don't think you can count on him to be your best interior rusher. Uh, Jordan Davis, not a pass rusher. Who knows? Maybe he'll develop, but just not a pass rusher. Milton Williams, I think, has upside to do that, but has never played a serious amount of snaps. Jalen Carter comes in into the NFL, and I think we'll be able to rush the passer right away. He is powerful. So, like, one thing you read a lot when you read about these draft prospects, like things I look for at, at, at pass rushers, if like Luke Van Ness, right, the guy out of Iowa, Iowa yep. who I could not be less into. Yeah, that, that, that's the guy. Um, right. And I've not done a ton and, of research. I'm just like, I'm out on that And guy. here's why I don't like him. Right. Because they say, and again, 
look, I'm not breaking down tape. I'm going off draft prospects and draft people, draft scouting reports and draft people that I trust, right? He gets his sacks by pushing people over. I hate that. Yeah. Like, that is my number one red flag. Now, Jalen Carter, because of the position in which he plays, there is a lot of the fact we have that to he's go very people powerful, more. right? Yes, but also, what you read about him and, like, the limited, you know, YouTube I did watch of him, like, he can also, he's quick. Like, he can push people and he's gone, right? But he's also really good with his hands where you he moves people out of the way. So when I look at Jalen Carter, I think there's a chance he can come in next year, week one, snap one, and be their best interior rusher. And, man, that would be such a big deal for this team. And I also think, you know, as we talked about last offseason, like, friendship wins. And Jordan Davis and him have played together. I think he helps Jordan Davis. Like, I think Jalen Carter is far and away the best player you could get in the first round. And it's almost gotten to me with the point where it's, like, almost Jalen Carter a bust. Like, there could be guys that could take a 10 that will sit here and be like, I think he can contribute. I like it. Nolan Smith, like... But all those guys have question marks. Like, as much as I like Jackson Smith, the receiver at Ohio State, he played three games last year with a hamstring injury. That's concerning. Like, a hamstring, and I know he's young, but that— Soft tissue, speed Yeah, exactly, right? And he was a stud the year before, but three games last year with a hamstring injury, right? So that's a concern. Nolan Smith, I really like him. I think that he checks a lot of, like, advanced stats boxes and all those things. Great athlete. Extremely undersized. Yeah, like really, really undersized. undersized. So, my, and you know, people compare him to Hassan Reddick, and I think it's a fair comparison. It took Hassan Reddick like three or four years in a different team before he became an mm-hmm. impact edge rusher. So, when I look at the options at ten, I'm worried. I'm worried that there are not there are not the players there that can come in and be like the guys right away. I mean, when they got Devontae at ten. He stepped in right away and was the top receiver on the team. And I do like that about Jackson Smith, where I think he has Devontae qualities in that he's an excellent route runner. I think he's like a pro that's played in college, but the injuries are a concern. So I don't know. That's just kind of my my overall stance of where I'm at with 10, where if it's not Jalen Carter and you're not, and let's just say they're not going to take Bijan because he's a running back, I don't know if there's a player there that's a great pick. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Well, so look, there will be players who go in that range or after whatever end up being great players. For we sure. know the draft yeah. works and all that. So there there are those options there. Uh, look, I 
I can't believe we're even talking about Jalen Carter. Like, I think ever, and I there's a lot to this, obviously, but I mean, I think a lot of people thought he was just going to be the first pick in the draft, right. or or the second pick of a quarterback. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. the first like, non quarterback. He was taken. so the whole process prior to the the legal issues, which I'll get into in a sec. But prior to that, like it was just like, all right, this is the guy. Like this is the best guy. Like he's the dude. He's the dude right. in this draft. So the fact that potentially a ten or moving up from ten, they could get that guy. I mean. Home run. I mean, it's as home run as home runs right. get, especially to your point when you're talking about their biggest need right now. Like, you don't draft that high for need, like we always say, but when you're talking about something that is your biggest need and also a position you believe in, like in, your, foundational in your perfect piece. world yeah. with that pick, you're taking a defensive or offensive lineman holistically, like based on what you do. So, like, it makes all the sense in the world. Now, now, obviously, the off-the-field stuff is is the big question that we can't answer, that we don't know, and we know. Mm-hmm. And you've said this before. You just said it on the radio, and I totally agree with you. The Eagles have done a really good job of of evaluating people, you know, the yeah. people. And I think uh, especially the recently. They've done a great job yeah. with this stuff, and I do think they care about it. You know, I think the way they build their team, they take all this stuff into account. We know culture matters. Like, well, all especially that at 10, because this is somebody that is, in theory, should be one of the top whatever players, like a – impact, like, face of the franchise guy. Like, Devontae is someone you feel comfortable being that guy. He works hard. He's a great guy. All those things. That is something they have to decide. Well, I mean, think about it this way. If it is Jalen Carter, specifically him, and, they, I mean, he has a chance to be the face of your defense in a few yeah. years. Like, he has a chance to be, he's your best young, I mean, Hassan Reddick, obviously, but Reddick has already been a free agent. He's got yes. pains. Yeah. Like, he's your best young He's your next Fletcher pros- prospect. Exactly. Yeah. Like, he's a big part of now and the future. So I'm I'm all in on it. Obviously, I, I trust them to make the judgment. They have to make that judgment. And I do think that if he's sitting there at 10, there's there's reasons for that. Yeah, well, based that's on the, what we just talked about. Part. And that's the rub, right? That's what makes this so difficult, especially for us, not having access to him, not having access to Dom and all the information right. he could dig up and all that type of stuff. But I, uh, to your point, I trust the Eagles. If they say, all right, I believe in the person. I believe that this is some dumb young mistakes. This not, I believe in him. I'm good. I'm in. And I'm in football. I mean, football-wise, everyone should be in automatically. Like, there's no question. Like, he's what they need. He is what they need. Again, he's probably the best football player in the freaking draft, man. Like, he's that great. So I'm I'm right there with you with you on it. I just I continue to as this whole plays out. And first it was like, oh, we could drop you know out of the first round. Oh, I was crazy all of a sudden. Now, oh yeah. I, I, as it man. gets back and as Drew Rosen out, there's just meeting with top ten teams and stuff like that. Like, I think he's gonna go in the top five. I do. Oh, top five. I think he's gonna go in the top five. I think he's gonna be like maybe six, whatever. But I think it's I think it's two quarterbacks. Maybe it, Richardson sneaks up there and that changes things. Yeah. And then or someone well, trades Will up because they like. like I, and the, I, don't, I don't think any other quarterbacks are going for the Eagles. I think those three are going, if that. I you think, think, so you think Richardson will be the third? I think Stroud and Young are locks to go for I the agree, Eagles. Yes. And I think that Richardson, if I had to bet just based on the way drafts go and stuff like yeah. that with his tools, his talent, I think someone will either go up to get him or one of those teams that needs a quarterback will take him there. But other than that, it's like you said, Will Anderson, and then who's better than Jalen well, Carter? Other, that's a tough that's thing. That's it. That's it. That's, that's the only guy yeah, that, who you could put in the same class as a player as Jalen Carter. That's a tough thing when you look at like the best players, and you know we're getting to the point where we should probably do this on a future pod, like predict one through nine or whatever. Oh, yeah, for sure. But of course we will. If it's not, if it's the two quarterbacks, and then I don't think Will Anderson falls just because he's – Far and away, like he seems like far and away the best edge rusher in the class. Um, and when you take into off the field stuff, you could make an argument he's the best player in the mm-hmm. draft. Sure, but yeah, I mean it's like the two quarterbacks. You hope a third goes, and then who? 
Well, I then mean, it's like, like those corners are in the there. The corners, but I, I Scolari will go somewhere in that range, and there are these people, but that's the point you're making, and I think it's a great yeah. point in that you know the the draft, the way this draft shakes out with the elite or whatever you want to say, the more elite talent in right. the draft, like other than Anderson and, and Carter. Like, none of it matches up with what they need right now. And again, that's not the... Uh, and Bijan, you know, that's its own right. thing. Like, and that's not the way to draft. But at the same time, it's it's not ideal when you're trying to bring this team to the Super Bowl. And yeah. You have dudes who could make a massive difference. So, and we're just thinking out loud here. Like, I don't know, man. Maybe you do trade 30 and go up to five. Dude, or, the, uh, like, look. If, I, if you think Jalen Carter passes your, you know, dog mentality test or whatever, I think there's a strong argument for packaging 30. I mean, this could be... A team. This could be a player that is the fat, like not just the face of your defense, the heart of your defense, yeah. like the heart of your pass rush, right? And one thing I think that gets maybe underrated a little bit is that one of the reasons the edge rushers were able to, were able to be so good last year is because the the middle of the line was so yeah, good, no right? And I'm Mister Offense, like I get all that, you know, draft an offensive guy at ten, I'm I'm in. But man, Jalen Carter could come here and just be could be the guy. He'd be transcendent. He could be the guy. And here's the thing, too, with this team, and look, how he is great at wheeling and dealing, and he's great at looking ahead. That's why they have this 10th pick now and all that. So I'm not going to say they're not going to be drafting this high again or whatever. But likely, with Jalen Hurts as your quarterback, they're at least going to be a certain level of competitive for most of the next few years or whatever. Right. So your chances to get a guy like Jalen Carter, who, again, without the off-the-field stuff, is is a, a top three pick in most drafts. Mm-hmm. Like... Like, if you get a chance to get that type of guy, it's almost like you have to do what it takes to to make it happen well, if what you do believe you, in the off-the-field and all What do you think about the smoke? Like the, you know, maybe he'll be there at 10, the bad pro day, like teams taking him off their board. Like, what do you make of that? I can't I, decide if it's real. So it's so hard with this. And that we're getting into that time with the, the agents and yeah. the smoke. And, the, I mean, Laramie Tunzel, we all remember that whole thing. And that was a right. picture I mean, and all that. But again, that's like, you know, like what Laramie Tunsil did, way less. Like, no matter what they decide with Jane Carter, Jane Carter just being involved in what he was involved yeah. in is way worse than Laramie Tunsil wearing a freaking weird thing agree, on his face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, so it is like, it is a, a real conundrum and really difficult. I make that more as I don't, buy, again, I think he's going to go top five, top six. So, like, I don't buy that stuff. But, you know, it's fascinating to, to again, it all comes down to what they know that we don't and, and how they evaluate the guy and whether right, it's going to be a problem. Let me ask you a hypothetical. Yeah. Let's say you're sitting there on draft night and you have the team at, like, we'll just say five or six, whatever, and you're Howie, and you're sitting there and you can trade from 10 to five or six to draft, like, you will draft Jalen Carter if you make this trade. You have to trade 30. So you go 10 and 30 to move up to get Jalen Carter. You're sitting there. And the information you're getting is like from Dom or, you know, whatever, is I feel pretty good about him. <laughs> you know, <laughs> not like a hundred percent. He's not sitting there and going, he's not going. I would stake is, my reputation I would on let it. him date my dog. Like, oh, he's not saying that, but he's going, you know what? I think, I think I'd feel okay bringing him. Into <laughs> oh man, what a great hypothetical. Because, uh, like, again, I, as you're doing the hypothetical before you finish, I'm thinking like, all right, to trade 30, like I need to be sure. I right. need to know. Like that's like kind of yeah, sure. That's what I mean. He's he's like, and look, I'm I'm sure that I would imagine that they have a more definitive opinion yes, of this. I don't think they will um, go and be yes. like, ah, yeah, I don't think like, I don't with like you know thirty seconds on the clock. Yeah. They're like, well, I don't know. Now that you ask, but but 
I think I'm willing to take the risk. I think I am too. I'm yeah. torn on it again because 30 could be a really good football player. It helps you, you know, but I, my gut says that if you have a chance, if you are sold on Jalen Carter as the, as off the field and you have a chance to get him, you just, you get him. You just go get him. Would you take the sure thing of Bijan and keep 30 though? No, probably not. Because to, to me, Bijan, but the... it's tough. I don't like the idea of trading. I'm getting uncomfortable talking about trading 30. So okay. I get it. And look, I do think well, the that... issue is also you don't pick late. And until I do think how he's going to wheel and deal, especially your point. Whether it's moving up to get Carter if he can, but if he can't, like to your point, if there's no one at ten, yeah, like, would, they'll move back. They'll I would add. consider moving back. Yeah. Now, now, but here's the deal. We've said often that you know what you have to get out of ten is just a guy, a dude, like, right? If you trade back to 16, then I think we need to remove. Now, I know in, in at that point you should still get a player you project to be a starter for you. But in my opinion, in this draft, at 16 or 17, I don't think, and especially with this roster, you're not getting like a day one impact starter. Unless it's Bijan. Unless it's Bijan. Yeah. I agree with that. Because he could yeah. fall that far, yeah, theoretically. He, yeah, in theory he could. I, I think that the Bijan pick at 10 is... You're sitting on the clock. There's nothing there. Nobody really like Bijan is far away. Like though, that's the way you take Bijan. But I think yeah. Like just the more I look at this draft, I don't like any of the corners at ten. Don't like it. Don't like Christian Gonzalez. Don't really like Devin Witherspoon. I think Joey Porter Jr. is early there. I don't see a path to them getting on the field barring injury in the next two years because I think Slay and Bradbury are going to be here. I don't. I am not in on a quarterback with the corner. Obviously not quarter. Yeah. Not in with a cornerback on the tenth pick. I'm out on that. So I I wouldn't say that I'm fully out on it, but I it's not it's not my preference. I do like Gonzalez more than you. I think that dude's super talented, but again, uh, to your point like and look, they do need youth at corner moving forward. They will. I mean, Slay is 32. Right. You know, Bradbury's 30. It's not like those guys. And Bradbury, you know, is 30. So, you, you know, Slay's been good these yeah, last I think years. Yeah, I think you hope you're getting... But, like, if you get two more years out of Slay, then you do need someone to replace him after that. And to the point we just made, like, the chance you're going to be picking a cornerback in the top 10 again is, is not as but high. But the issue, I think you can get corners later. Like, and when I say later, I mean... In a year or two, they could draft a corner at like twenty eight or wherever. Sure, but be. I mean, to your point, you just made about like Sertain and and Horn. Those guys are awesome, and they're both top yeah. ten picks. Like, a, you know, I yeah, you know, I agree. I, with I think that. it goes both ways. Like, of course, you can get anyone anywhere, and they could work out. But and I know you have to pick a player at ten where you're not fully taking the roster into consideration, and you're not fully taking where they're at. I get that. But also, you have to pick a player you think is going to get on the field. Absolutely. Like, the player you draft at 10 or wherever... He can't sit for two years. He can't sit for... I, frankly, I don't even think he can sit for one year, but he definitely can't sit yeah. for two years. Like, Jordan Davis barely played last year, you know, whatever... But he got hurt. No, he no, would, I, well, yeah. like, pre-injury. He was not on the field a ton, right? right? So that... You almost understand it a little bit because he's such an athletic freak that you're like, we understand. And also, they had a great team. Yes, you know, that's like part of it too. They were very good, yeah. you know, and they have dudes that they could move in and out. And so if it wasn't like, oh, we're really hurting for a player, let's not play Jordan right. Davis. You know what I mean? And uh, Yeah. I mean, when you say that, maybe maybe you do draft someone that you develop. But I just... I get your point. Look, ideally, especially when you have picked this high in the draft, which you're and not going to And a chance to win the Super Bowl. And it, Well, that's the key. Right. I want to get into that in a sec. All right. But first, download the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. I yeah. mean, we just went through the tournament. It was a blast. Uh, minus, you know, one team just rolling to the well, win. You want to know what's crazy about yeah. the tournament? Sure. So, Kristen came in like 9,000 
overall on ESPN. Wow, that's like, amazing! Millions of, like, you know, of people, like three million or something. Wow, she literally picked the two teams that were in the final. No, she didn't. She did. She I picked swe- UConn and San Diego State in the final. My life. Yeah, she picked the final. That is unbelievable, right? You wish you'd won money off. I've it. said. Well, that's where I was going with yeah. this. Well, she did win. You know, like who cares? Hundred dollars, yeah. right? Which look, don't get me wrong, ten yeah. of it's for me. Hey. So you know, but like, hey. but. Imagine if she would have bet the odds on that final. And she could have yes, with the bet part of Sportsbook is here up. And now you're going to be right. At least make some money off it. Right. And then enjoy watching it even more because you got some money on well, the line. Well, last night she goes, What time's the game on? And I'm like, What? We, like, I, don't really wanna, I don't even really want to. I don't even really want to. Yeah. But yeah, it was, late was the answer to that. Well, dude, nine o'clock. It's absurd. What are we doing here? Yeah, That's beside seven. the point. First of all, they're kids. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's a great point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was school the next day. And baseball? Back, all kinds of options to bet, but I was going to home runs, yeah. uh, strikeouts, individual player performances, bet on teams to win other than, you know, our team because they don't win. Well, I do so. think uh, a live alert here. Ooh. Keep an eye maybe. Now, I started by saying they're losers, but you did. keep an eye on maybe their divisional odds really drop. Ooh. Like, you know, it's a long season. There's an overreaction. I like this. Look at you. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, see, this guy, he's become such a great better. And I'm, yeah. I'm so only I ever won. And that's because of the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. And again, coming up in the Parks, Bet Parks Picks Pod uh, later this week or later today if you're watching the video. Yeah. Uh, or we're now. We're going to do the football futures. The football futures are up. You can yeah. bet on football futures. We always talk about getting out in front of it. If you think a team's going to do something in the draft, you think a trade's going to be made, if you think you think you know Lamar Jackson signing with, like, get out in front of this stuff. There are odds you can get in front of it. So that's coming up later. You can do it all with the Bet Park Sportsbook Casino app. Uh, and of course, uh, a, hundred, a $10, uh, excuse me, there we you go. You got it. You're normally I so got good it with now. this. I know. Well, it's because yeah. it's a new deal. All new users bet $10 and get 125 in Sportsbook bonus if your first bet is a winner. That is a no-brainer right there. New users and winning bets only. That is a bonus. no-brainer. No-brainer. Sports bonus bet must be wagered once. See website for details. You must be 21 in President Pennsylvania, New Jersey, or Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. Now, we were talking about win before. We were talking about win, and we let me tell you, and all I could think about was how protected I feel now. <laughs> yeah, when the yes. wind is out there. Well, I again, like Window Nation is kind of my safety blanket. They should be. Like yeah. I, I had a blanket pretty late until not, oh, not like super late. Like <laughs> no. again, like five or six. I'm not like you know twenty. But it is nice to know that as like I am a homeowner and that there are things that could go wrong with the house literally all the time. Mm-hmm. It is nice to know that a family of the pod is Window Nation You're damn right. because they they give us these sheets, right, where it's like, you know, all these facts about things they do. And some of them are like pretty unbelievable. They measure each window three times to ensure a proper fit. The other thing that they put out was like 96% of the jobs they do require no callback. Like, wow. Think how nice that would be. That's amazing. You just get it over with. I think when you're a homeowner... I feel like nothing I do in my home is a no callback. Right, exactly. Like I'm just waiting for the next Dude, time I have to tell call me back. about it. And the pod yeah. listeners have heard like the drama I've had with my house before Window Nation. Yes, but I do think it's nice when you have to pay something for your house. You just want to pay it and get it over with. And Window Nation helps you do that because they do it right. They have guys that have done it a ton of times. They have over ten thousand online positive reviews. Ten thousand, a lot. Wow. I mean, especially That's for a, lot, a window a company, That's you know, a lot, like, a lot. like, you know, I don't think there's a lot of people being out there. Let me passionately go review windows, but they do a, a phenomenal job. And as we said, with the weather, it's been, you know, you want to make sure you have good windows, especially now that it's summertime. You want the windows going up and down. No problem. Big windows, cool windows, windows all over. Window Nation is who you go to for. So as we've said before, everybody loves a smart investment and there's no better place to put your money right now 
than in your home. And if your home is 20 years or older, Window Nation has the perfect offer for you. This offer is insanely, insanely dope. Get 0% financing for five years. So 0% financing, five years, simply unheard of. I never see five years, zero interest anywhere. Zero interest for five years, plus Window Nation will give you two free windows with every two you buy. Protect and increase the value of your home. And so how do you get in touch with them? You call 866-90-NATION or you go online at windownation.com and tell them Gobert sent you. That's right. Tell Tell them Gobert sent you. Tell them. And really, you could tell them Gobert's almost scared you into doing it because you have to protect your house. Hey, whatever it takes. I don't care. I'm trying to help you guys. Get out there. Yeah, we're trying to help you. Right. Through Window Nation, who we love. Yes. It's a beautiful thing. All right. um, I'm going to put you in Howie Roseman's shoes. We were just talking about it. And he's ma- talked about making mistakes before, back in 2018, coming off the Super Bowl win and, you know, trying yes. to all that stuff. When you're going into this draft as Howie Roseman, knowing that the situation the roster's in where you have a real chance to win the Super Bowl right now, you have a conference that is, let's be honest, pretty trashy. <laughs> yeah. you. you are clearly the best team in the conference. You're clearly the best quarterback in the conference. But you also lived through that experience before. You had the year of 2020. You had to rebuild. And there are a lot of holes on this team still, from a, especially from a, a, a depth perspective. Depth perspective yeah. and also a, a future perspective, yeah. right? Like you know, the, when these guys, who's who's stepping in for Brandon Graham? Who's stepping in? All this type of stuff. Yep. Um, how much do you weigh that going into this draft? Like how much do you look at this draft and say, all right, I'm just going, I'm literally taking the best players on the board no matter what. Or are you saying like, Listen, I'm I want to help my team set up the future, but like I also have to think about what you were just talking about. Like mm-hmm. I need this guy to contribute. Like how much does that how much of a conflict is that there? Or do they just go with the same philosophy and say, no matter what, we're gonna go and we're gonna take the best players, the players we believe in, the positions we believe in, and that's it. So I think there are a few players that check both of those boxes. Jalen Carter checks that box. I think Jackson Smith also checks that box. Cause the thing Jackson Smith and I cannot pronounce the second half of his hyphenated name, which is why I've not been saying oh, it. Oh, it's a, I didn't, yeah, wait, let me well, take a look at it. Well, it's Jackson Smith, and it's a hyphen, and I don't know how to pronounce well, it. And as a hyphenated, for, I was about to say for a hyphen. As a hyphenated man, I'm not trying to disrespect him. I just don't know how to pronounce it, and I don't want to rudely mispronounce yeah, it. Yeah, this is a tough one. Yeah, so Jackson Smith would give you, like, he could play for you this year, while also potentially moving to the outside if, when you move on from AJ, or if you... I think they will to pay pay Devontae, but let's say you don't pay Devontae, he wants a ton of money, then like he could slide outside for you. So some players check both those boxes. But to your point, there are other players that would be strictly a move of this is gonna help depth. One this or is, the other, either the future or Yeah. Now. Like an offensive lineman at ten. Exactly. Like yeah. the Scolari dude. This yeah. is a guy who's been mocked to the Eagles in a few mocks. He's at the looks like the number one tackle in the right. draft. Like that is a guy who people have put to the Eagles, even though they don't need a tackle in the next couple years. Ideally. Yeah, yeah. but ideally, right? But, right? but it's also the Philadelphia Eagles, and they care about the offensive line, and they're not shy about drafting right. future and, and all that. And here's something to consider, too. Like, the years the Eagles have really, like, suffered, where there have been painful years, it has mostly not been because of, like, poor receiver play or poor safety play. It's mostly been because the lines fall apart, mm-hmm. right? So... I think that to your point, if you draft an offensive lineman at 10, it can be viewed as this is a future pick, Lane's older, Jordan Mailata's, you know, dealing with hell stuff, maybe took a slight step back last year. Like, those are those arguments. But the other argument is you feel like if one of them misses four games this year, you have someone that you think can go in and play at a high level. And what really makes this team special, like the core of what makes them special, 
is their line play. Jalen's awesome. The quarter, like he he checks all the you have to have a quarterback boxes. But the reason the Eagles are dominant is because they have outstanding line play all the time. So to to your question about balancing both, I think you ultimately you have to you have to prioritize what you value is the best way I can put it. And so I think if you take a lineman at 10, you're checking a couple boxes. You're checking the this is a position we believe in and our seasons always rely on. You're checking the depth box. And then look, like Lane is Lane is older. Yeah. And as as much as it would suck to draft someone at 10 that is going to be a backup for maybe two years. And Lane's also a physical freak, so who knows? I don't know. Like, I think there's a logical argument for an offensive lineman over Bijan. I don't think I I wouldn't have the backbone to do it. I'd be too excited about Bijan and what he could do right away, and I would trust Stoutland to develop guys. So, but yeah, I, I think that if if I'm Howie and I'm sitting there, I'm realizing this has to be a foundational piece for me that is going to be an impact guy for me, and whether that's this year or next year, as much as that pains to say, like, yeah, it's a it's a tough line. Well, to that point too. I mean, we know how long years can feel and be in the NFL. I mean. Literally, we're what like three years removed from having Carson Wentz here. Yeah, I mean, three years ago. We're that's what I'm three, saying. Like, that's my point. I'm saying you can't like nothing is planned for too long yeah. in the NFL. Yeah, but then that's and honestly, I think that's an argument for Bijan, where it's like, but it also could be an argument for Scolari. Is the point you can make it right. multiple ways, right? You know? Now, but the other flip side of that of of Scolari would be, you know. You could draft a tackle at now. You're not yeah, getting Jeff a, Stoutland, and look, he turned my. But lot I just mean even in the first round next year. Sure, right. So now, presumably, you don't think you're going to be as high, and that's part of it. But yeah, I mean, I guess the heart of your question is how much are you factoring in that they could win a Super Bowl yeah, next year? It's exactly the heart of my question, and I just, I don't think, I don't think you can factor it in. I agree with you, but again, it's it's human nature. You know, it's really hard not to. You but know? I think there's other I'm ways you can you learn do it. From the lesson. There's other I ways agree you with can you. do it. Well, you that's know? why. That's why. That's why. If you have a chance <laughs> to get Jalen Carter, you get Jalen Carter. Right, right. He solves all these things. But it's not like so Bijan would be viewed as a win now move, but I don't think Bijan is like a one and done. You know, like you have Bijan ideally for four or five years. Yeah. yeah. And look, look, in theory, you could have him for longer. Like just putting course, that out sure, there. Sure, sure. I think sure. you go into him a little differently than you like Jalen Carter, you're hoping you know, eight years from now is still yeah. that guy. But yeah, I, I think that when you're when you're sitting at 10, you have to say to yourself, like, really, you just have to say to yourself, who is the best player here? Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I think that's, I don't think I can factor in the fact that they're the best team in the NFC when I'm taking a pick there because you have to get an impact guy. Yeah. And you have to get a guy that you believe in outside of like the record of your current team. Totally. Well, and especially after this offseason, we just saw like, you know, it, it, how he's great at supplementing and adding players and all that, but you're going to lose guys. Cap issues are going to happen, stuff yeah. like that. Like, these dudes who, again, to your point, are a important player for your team, no matter what the position is, who is on a rookie contract, are incredibly valuable. And you yeah. can't win in the NFL well, without the other, having those The other type thing of guys. about the offensive line is, and this is playing a little devil's advocate, but on one hand, you go, yeah, they're stacked. On the other hand, you go, 
Lane's old. Kelsey's gone in a year. Landon's hurt all the time. You have no idea about Jerrigan's. And Mylotta took a step back. Yeah, and Mylotta is like somewhat unproven still. I mean, it's not like yeah, he's like had a, a ton of years. Right. He's of had one in awesome year. Yeah, and I think he's someone you believe in. He has the yeah. Look, factor. they paid him the whole thing, but still, it's not right. like it's like oh, Jordan Mylotta is a lock to be the left tackle for the next decade. Correct. I agree know? with that. You yeah. know, I think he can be, and I'm confident. But yeah, it's a great look. And again, and I think philosophically, like if. There will not be one, no matter the situation, the team, and what we just right. talked on the whole thing, like, and the fact they already have two tackles left, they take Scalari at 10, there will not be a single Eagles fan who's surprised. There might be some who are upset, there might be some who disagree with it, but not one, right. not one will be like, I'm shocked. Well, That's you can, you, it, you wouldn't can already, be, it wouldn't be shocking. You can already hear Howie at the podium being like, we had a chance to get the best offensive lineman in this draft. Yeah, this and, guy's the best lineman and, in the draft, and, guys. And even just, you know... You know what we value. You know what we you do. What we this do. is what we, we value do here. We're always going to do say it. it all the time. Had a lot of success over the years doing right. this. You can't yes. just say it and then not do it. Yeah. I just would. I don't think that it's going to happen. I don't, but I'm just saying like it wouldn't be a surprise. Do you think they would take Bijan or the lineman? I think they take the lineman. I mean, I I'm not saying too. I would, but I, if I had to bet, if you say, all right, how you could take one of these two players for your franchise the next five years, I think he takes lineman. I agree. Yeah. But man, I just, I wouldn't do it. I, so you know where I'm at. Like, I'm, I'm torn. I, I, Look, I'll say this. Whoever you take, if you're going to take one, it can't be a guard. Oh, yeah. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. It's a tackle. Or, it has yeah. to be a tackle. I agree. Yeah. 100%, 100%. Even though, you know, like they will need a guard next year. You know, most yeah, likely. but like. No, I'm yeah. trust me. <laughs> I think that's the, when you're talking about guards and stuff, you're like, oh, okay. The Jeff Stoutland, whatever third rounder, yeah, fourth, he'll yeah. turn him into a player. Like right. we're all good. Yeah. And that's where you lean on your coaching and your development and all that. Yeah. Stuff. But, or sign a veteran. Like yeah, whatever. Yeah, figure it out. It is a fascinating spot though. The way this draft is, is. It's you know, not a great spot. No, no. I said fascinating. Yeah, it's a, it's right. a fascinating spot because yeah. it, it, it isn't like a clear thing. You know, normally we'd be like, all right, the Eagles are going to take one of these three defensive linemen. It, that's what's going to happen. Right. It'll be one of those guys. It's one of these four players. Yeah. Like now, but now it's like I. If they don't trade up for Carter, I mean, like we're talking about Bijan, right? Like the number one guy that has been talked about in Philadelphia as a, as, as a yes, yeah. Like that's well, I think another crazy. The last draft point I have um, is another part of the Bijan conversation is you have to ask yourself like. Bijan at 10 or Jamari Gibbs at 30? Yeah, well, that's he's what, pretty awesome, that's too. That's what Richie keeps saying. Richie yeah. keeps saying that, like, he, because he's all in on Bijan at 10, but he's like, to be honest, I might like Gibbs more. He's like, I don't, right. I don't like him more, but, like, he's like, he's close enough where at 30, I might do that. Like, I think Bijan is, like, a bigger guy. Gibbs is, he's not Kamara because Kamara's bigger and Gibbs is undersized. But Gibbs is like shifty and yeah, and like get him in space, yeah. and he's like an elite receiver type of guy. So, yeah, I mean SEC, it's all we do. Like you too. could definitely talk me into like Nolan Smith at ten and Gibbs at 30. yeah. And again, the Smith thing, he's super undersized, but man, I'd be fine with him. At 10. I would too. I would I take would my chance on him. I would too. You know, like I would too. now he's had injury issues, but he can get to the quarterback. Yeah, I'm and with you. I'll take that, especially after drafting a. Run stopping nose tackle. <laughs> who's Last going year. to be yeah, great? Going to be great. All right, right. him and Kobe, the future. All right, um, all right. Coming up, uh, it'll probably be up tomorrow, I guess. Um, but Parks Pick Spot. If you're watching, bet Parks Pick Spot. If you're watching, hang out. Um, you got anything else on the Eagles? I do. Or- oh no, not on the Eagles. Okay, no. final thought. Yeah. Yes. What do you got? All right. So I was watching a documentary. Um, I don't know how closely you followed this, but I remember last year where they were going to create a super league in soccer. Uh, yes, I remember that it was like a disaster, right? Yeah, like it was they like didn't this whole thing they were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, ve- so basically, for those that have no idea, the entire premise was like the best teams from each league, like the 
the you know like the Patriots yeah. would be an example right. in like the sense Bayern Munich and yes, Chelsea right. and, and they they were going to create Barcelona and Madrid and like the yes. best team got it. So here is my question for you: If they created an NFL Super League where mm-hmm. like five teams were going to leave the NFL because they're just more valuable, like all those things, what team are the Eagles? What a in great it? question. So are we talking just value of the team? Yeah, we're or- taking everything into consideration, like history value. Like, I think you have to take somewhat how good they are, but it can't be a short sample size. Right. Like, so I think the the Cowboys are, hate it all you want. The Cowboys are one of them. Yeah, I hate it. The Patriots, I think are probably, are probably in it. I think the Steelers are probably in it. The Steelers for sure. Definitely. I think those three off the top. I mean, the Giants have to be considered. The Bears? The Bears would be considered. I mean, the Eagles would be considered. I think the Eagles... Are in it. Historically, I don't know. If we're talking the last 20 years, I would say well, so. I mean, 20 years is a long time. I agree with you. you know, I mean, the su- there's only been, time. what, 55, 50? What a fascinating question. It's really hard to judge the legacy of the franchise yeah, versus that's the, like, saying. who do you trust to be good year after year? Because I right. definitely put the Eagles in that group. But then you're talking about the Chiefs. And you're talking about, like, you know, like... The Chiefs, I think, would, would be in there. You know, but again, I, I think in terms of, like, if you're just picking the five, like, biggest franchises, I don't know. You know? I think the... I think the... Well, maybe think about it is I think the Eagles, like are not in there, but I think they belong in there. I like this take. You know? I mean, they have history. They have a great owner. They make a ton of money. They're good consistently. It's, you know, they're not devoid of history. No, for sure. You know, it's like they're... Yeah, exactly. They're not the... Like the the Houston Texans or whatever. The Carolina Panthers. Like, they are a a somewhat legacy franchise. Yeah, I mean, 1933. It's a long time, you know? Right. They've been around the whole time. Uh... I think it's a great question. Thank I think you. they're I think they're I think they're on the back end of the five if they're in there or they're like seven or eight. So we agree. Or I think Cowboys Steelers. Cowboys Steelers for sure. I think are Chiefs. In, um I mean Patriots probably because of the recent history. Yeah, they were a joke prior. Right. It's a fascinating we might be one. forgetting we might be forgetting some. I mean the Raiders have had a lot of good history, but they suck now. Right. I mean, you're right with the Giants. I mean, the Giants, it is what it is. Yeah. They won, what, four Super Bowls. They've been right. around for a long time. They're also the media market. Like, that's the other that's thing. Are we right, taking the, the media market into account? You know? so we are, then the Giants are definitely in. I should probably start moving, stop moving away from the mic. That's all right. I just realized. No, it, it. it looks good here. So. It does, right. yeah. All right. Uh, my final thought. Um, I need to start using the word scratch more in the terms of money. Like, oh, can I, let me get a little scratch. It is so great, and I don't ever use it. Oh, can I borrow a little scratch? So, you got any scratch on you? I want to get something from the vending machine. I guess I would say, like, I love that for you. (laughs) (laughs) And there it is. How long have you been waiting for the right opportunity to buy? Well, I've missed the good one on Go Bears. But the second you said that I need to start saying more, I literally stopped listening. And I was like, this is it. This is the moment. I, mean, I I like I love that for you more than scratch. Yeah, well, that was I. I, love I don't that think for you enough people would know what scratch means. People know it's for money. Like, let me get some scratch. You don't think so? You I don't think, think people think might think you mean like timing? drugs? No. If someone on the street, dude, or people like know what scratch were like, I think like, you're wrong about this. They're like, people yo, know that scratch. Means let me get money. some scratch. I, I my initial reaction would be like, is this a drug? I'm not no, cool enough I think to know. I, I wouldn't be like, what, you want $4? It's a great, I, I think people know what scratch is. I don't know. I'm intrigued. I haven't heard that word, and it's not used commonly enough that I think- Well, that's why I said I need to use it more. Like, I saw yeah. the movie, I was like, oh, great. But I'd be careful where you use it is the point. I think you're wrong. About Certainly wouldn't go, go a cop and be like, yo. get some scratch, Yeah, cop. exactly. Or yo, like a, someone got, on the corner. You got some scratch? Yeah. Go buy a, buy a, buy well, a especially soda. the way I feel, yeah, I would, I would stay away from that. <laughs> 
okay. I'd stick with I love uh, I love that for you it's better. The best. Although that is rude, but it's funny. But yeah, but people don't always get it. But now it's, it's funny. Like in the Go Birds world, oh, it's, it's so funny. good. Any opportunity, you know, it'd just... be a great burn. Like in the Go Birds Twitter chat thing, if someone posted a, a take you don't agree with, and you yeah. responded, I love, love that for you. <laughs> <laughs> it is so good. By the way. Or like to another team or something. Yeah, I'm a big fan of it. Again, shout out to Emily Seltzer who says it's my daughter. Yeah, very funny. There you go. Um, all right, we will be back. Bet Parks Picks Pod in the feed tomorrow. Yes. This is why you watch the YouTubes, okay? You if you're not it. tuning in for these, we retweet it. Check it out. You get the, the bonus. All right. So uh, until then, he's Liam James. <laughs>